Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, in your recap of the game in Buffalo, you said... Largely, we were a disaster in all three phases, and we have to own that, starting with myself, and I do. How do you own that? You know, first is just acknowledging it and, and analyzing why in review. Uh, review of performance is a big component of moving forward. I don't care whether it's positive results or negative results. And then you formulate this week's plan with that growth and understanding in mind. There's some things that happen in-game, mix of people, um, best accentuating your positives and minimizing your negatives. I just think particularly um, on the front side of this journey, uh, there's growth in all performances and how we analyze it, how we review it, how we take that information and formulate the next plan in an effort to grow is significant. And again, I'd be in that mindset regardless of outcome, but obviously um, when it was as negative as it was last week, it makes that process and that mindset regarding that process doubly important. How do you expect the players to own it? In the same ways that I do. Um, the things that I say to them, that I express to them, that I live out for them, I expect them to model. Um, I expect them to own it. I expect them to analyze it. I expect them to formulate this week's plan and be all in in their roles regarding it and get singularly focused on the opportunity to redeem themselves. Is part of owning it about words spoken in public, like in sessions with the, with the media, as an example? It can be, um, but but – I'm, I'm talking more intimately. I'm talking about not kidding ourselves, not looking in the mirror or uh, among our groups and, and and pretending that it's something that it's not. Now, it can be in regards to the media. I don't want our guys wasting any ener- energy defending themselves or what transpired in the media. Um, it, it's, it's fruitless. Um, we understand where we are. This is big boy football. This is professional football. There's certain negativity that comes with negative performances. And so we shouldn't waste any energy trying to combat that or deflect that in any way. And, and, and that's what owning it means as it pertains to the media, in my opinion. When it comes to owning it, is Kenny Pickett showing you what you need to see from a young quarterback? He is. Um, but he's showing me what he needs to show me in, in a lot of areas, not only owning it, but just – enjoying the process of preparation, of, of being open um, and honest in, in, in the process of growing as a leader um, and having difficult conversations with teammates. Um, he, he's owning it in a lot of ways. Uh, are you aware or are you made aware of what players and maybe even coaches are saying in the microphones when they're asked about the team's current situation? Um, I, I'm, I get that information in a variety of ways. Um, formally, informally. 
um, but it's not something that I spend a lot of time uh, seeking out, to be quite honest with you. Um, when you hold a position that I hold, a lot of information ends up on your desk, particularly negative information. People can't wait to tell you. Or, you know, maybe do you deal with it proactively? Tell them, you know, what you expect in terms of how they handle things before they get behind the microphone. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's an opportunity for growth and lessons are better learned through organically. Um, sometimes I, I work to protect certain individuals because I understand where they are from a maturity standpoint or understanding standpoint relative to professional ball and so forth. Um, I'm thoughtfully utilizing um, both approaches just depending on who we're talking about and when. I just think that's just a realistic perspective. Uh, in talking about how the team might be able to dig itself out of the hole it's currently in, you said that some of it was about the development of players and concepts. What are concepts? Whether it's a defensive call, an offensive call, or a special teams call, um, concepts grow within a group. Um, the concept itself doesn't grow, but as our understanding of the concept grows, then so does the concept. Not only guys' global understanding of the concept of what we're trying to get done with something, but their roles in it. It, allow, it allows them to play fast and fluid individually and collectively. And oftentimes that's the difference, particularly in weighty downs. Uh, a receiver knowing his space in a zone on a possession down and, and, and tight turning to the quarterback will give him the necessary space to produce run after, maybe move the chains on a first down, maybe produce a much bigger gain. A guy that doesn't know and understand his space and zone, he's slower to react to that space, there's less – likelihood or opportunity for run after, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's what I mean when I'm talking about concepts growing. I'm talking about guys' understanding of concepts and their roles in it allows concepts to grow and work more effectively. It's the same thing on the defensive side in the blitz game. Once we understand the timing of particular blitzes, those blitzes really grow um, in effectiveness. Um, a late blitz is a bad blitz oftentimes. A poorly designed blitz run right oftentimes is a good blitz because timing is such a critical component of the blitz game for example and so individuals within a defensive unit learning how important time it is the collective understanding how important timing in disguise is allows a defensive call to grow and that's what i meant by it live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, it's a phrase that seems to be used a good bit, and it's been used over the years, applied to a variety of team sports. Lose the team. If something bad happens, but the players continue to compete, the coach is praised because he didn't lose the team. If a team gets off to a bad start early, the situation will be monitored to see if the coach loses the team. What does lose the team mean? I, I think lose the team has very little to do with performance and has everything to do with attention. Um, I think losing to the team are things that happen outside the stadium as opposed to what happens inside the stadium. I know oftentimes from a layperson's perspective and from a media perspective, um, it's described and talked about based on what transpires in stadium. But I think for those of us that are inside the business and, and inside team collectives, um, they understand that 
you know, losing the team is something that happens day to day. It's something that happens in the drudgery, in the routine, um, lack of attentiveness, et cetera. Um, the, the, what happens at, inside a stadium is just kind of a, a result or the tells of, of what it is that you described. So then how do, you, you mentioned what happens day to day. So how does it manifest itself? How, how do you know? Um, I don't know that you do. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know that anybody that's ever lost a team is standing in front of the mirror saying, hmm, I've lost this group. <laughs> I think everybody knows but that guy. Okay, when the team is on a regular weekly schedule in terms of games being seven days apart, what's the process of putting the game plan together on both offense and defense? Day one and two um, of prep. Um, it's first and second down football, high volume things. Alumni zone football is what you call it in college. Um, the stuff that happens between the twenties on first and second downs that that don't carry any weight, that aren't situational in any way, aren't two minute, aren't possession downs, aren't red zone. Uh, it's that high volume stuff that's often um, described as offense and defensive personality. Um, those are the things that are focused on day one and day two. Day three, you start moving to, moving into possession down football. Excuse me, you start moving into possession down football, um, and that's a big component of it. Um, and then day four and five, you're really focused on other elements of situational play, red zone, short yardage, goal line, two-minute, um, et cetera. But you tee up that possession down football on day three. You get out in front of that. You, you have two good days of that because those downs are so important in terms of keeping the drive alive from an offensive perspective and getting off the field from a defensive perspective. And then, obviously, special teams has a similar progress um, along that along that developmental train, but that's usually less interesting, so I don't talk a lot about it. So how much adjusting is done once you get into the practice days? I mean, is it a lot Wednesday, Thursday, Friday being the practice days? Daily. Um, daily. Um, but, again, adjustments um, oftentimes are subtractions as opposed to additions. Um, you, you have an idea that a concept is, is, is potentially fruitful. You work at it. You look at it on a Wednesday. Um, you don't like it. You take another look at it on Thursday. You confirm it, yay or nay. And so many times these discussions about fine-tuning or adjustments are, are subtraction-based discussions, although not exclusive to that. I imagine it's probably three-to-one subtractions to additions as you're leaning in on, on the weekend. Okay, so you get to the final list. Once you get to that final list, do you call those plays once each? No, it depends on some plays. You know, some plays, again, like I mentioned, some alumni zone plays are high-volume plays. You might run a base run four or five times in a football game. You might make a base run-stopping defensive call, you know, five to seven times in a football game. Some things are high-volume calls. Some things are called multiple times, but they're dressed up differently. And so you might have a third down and medium call that you like. You might dress it up a couple different ways and, and call it two or three times. And so um, some things get called multiple times. And to be quite honest with you, based on circumstance, oftentimes there's cert certain things that don't get called for a myriad of reasons. Uh, Matchup-related things, player availability, attrition that happens in-game, the moment never presented itself, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's more preparation than oftentimes gets displayed in terms of what what's called because you'd, you'd rather have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So if you call something, offense or defense, whatever, and it doesn't work first time, now you scratch it off or do you come back? It depends on why it didn't work. If it didn't work because of execution, you, 
You might have a conversation and go back at it. You might insert a different guy and go back at it. If it didn't happen because of schematics, maybe we didn't get the look from our opponent that we wanted. And so maybe you take another shot at it, hoping to get the look that you intended. And so sometimes success or, 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 or no, um, you, you run things back in an effort because you're looking for something. And so um, it, it's not as simple as that didn't work, put it on the shelf, no. Um, it, it's much more complex than that. Uh, why did it break down? Is it personnel related? Uh, why did it break down? Is it scheme or matchup scheme related? Is it worth taking another shot in an effort to get a desired sch- schematic that you wanted to run it against? It's just complexities to the conversation. Okay, flip it around. You call something the first time and it works. Uh, do you ever call it again right after that? Same conversation. Um, no, but I mean right after. First and 10, you hand the ball off, the guy runs for 13 yards. First and 10 again, you, same play. You're capable, um, but it, but 99% of the time, if you do, it's dressed in a different way. And so that's what I mean. You give life to a concept by dressing it up. Different formation variations, different personnel groupings, pace, um, all are variables in terms of how people digest opposing concepts, whether it's offense or defense. And so you, you put a different look on it. If it's a defensive blitz, you run it out of base. You run nickel out there. You run the same call. You run it out of nickel. If it's offense, you do three wides. If you like it, you run two wides out there. You're presented in a different way. Um, oftentimes, repeat things um, that are repeated because of success are dressed up differently, but at its core, it's the same concept. Okay, today's challenge, Tom Brady. Even though he's 45 years old, is that how you have to look at it today, that today's challenge is Tom Brady? Without question, because his intellect is, is, is what makes him unique and special. But that would have been true if he was 25 um, as opposed to 45. It's always been his above-the-net game and the way he processes information and, and his competitive spirit uh, that drives him. And that's why, you know, as some of his physical skills maybe erode because we're all human, father time is undefeated, uh, he is still highly effective uh, and something to be reckoned with because um, it's, it's intangible things that make Tom Brady Tom Brady. His processing, his competitive spirit, his leadership, um, his pinpoint accuracy um, oftentimes doesn't get highlighted enough. Arm strength is one thing. Arm strength leaves you. Uh, pinpoint accuracy, man, uh, I would imagine – uh, Terry Bradshaw is pretty accurate right now. Um, probably not at great distances, but probably still very accurate. So you mentioned all those intangibles. If you had to pick one of those, what makes Tom Brady what he has become? Competitive spirit. Um, it's in the eyes. That, that guy's you know, that guy's a lot of things, and I hadn't spent time around him. Um, but one of the things you know about him if you're in this business is that, boy, he seeks competition. Um, that's why he's still doing it. I mean – there, there's nothing that's missing on his trophy shelf at, in his basement at his house, okay? Um, why is he still doing this? Um, because he's a competitor, and those competitive spirits still burn, and he's got to feed that beast. That's the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Subscribe and download new episodes every week, and check out all of the other shows we have to offer on the Steelers Podcast Network that's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.